Hello, everyone. Hi. Yeah, we're recording. recording. Nobody wanted an episode two. But but here we are. (laughs) (laughs) Literally nobody. Nobody wanted this. No, I don't even kind of want to make it right now. (laughs) (laughs) We just worked a 10-hour shift. and Well, we worked a 9-hour shift yesterday and then 10 today. Mm Mm-hmm. One to nine yesterday. No, and then, it was one to ten yesterday. Oh, right, right, right. One to ten yesterday. Because we had to stay because the floor guys were there. And then today, eight to six. <laughs> so, we like to have fun. We like to have fun. We have fun here. We have no fun. <laughs> <laughs> I've never had fun. What's fun? I don't actually know what fun is. Can you tell me? No. Are you just going to shake your head? Yeah. <laughs> Uh-oh. Did I just... No, you didn't do Okay, anything. I didn't disconnect it. Because Lane doesn't know how to sit still. I do not. I'm incapable. All right. So, what are we talking about today, Lane? So, the reason we bring up work is because <laughs> we... It's literally all we do. It's all we do. We are going to talk about being essential workers and having a horrible job. Just, just <laughs> the worst job ever. We are, imagine the gutter. <laughs> We're a little bit below that. <laughs> no, it could be worse. It could be worse. I mean, we do get to work together. Mm-hmm. And our boss, even though she's kind of passive aggressive sometimes. And just passive. It's just passive. She really is a nice person. Yeah. That's one of the, like, all we everyone we work with is good. Mm-hmm. And that sucks because... It makes it that much harder to leave. Yeah. And it makes it harder to, like, if someone calls and they're like, hey, can you come in? I want to be like, no. But I'll be like, fuck! That's my favorite. Yeah. (laughs) I love the assistant manager. I have to go in. Yeah. Or she'll have to pull a double. Yeah. (sighs) So, yeah. So, we're not going to say the exact name of the company that we work for. Um, and nothing, if, you know, we let slip a detail that maybe someone out there figures out. Shh, don't tell anyone. Don't tell anyone (laughs) what place we're talking about. We don't mean anything negative against the company itself. We are just talking about our experiences. Yeah, like our individual experiences and sometimes, like, as as a couple. Yeah. Um just experiences we've had and a lot of it is just experiences we've had with customers or mm-hmm. with a coworker, like situations that could happen anywhere mm-hmm. it's not necessarily the company itself the company the company um <laughs> and we will be talking about like pay and stuff and even that varies from state to state yeah and different you know locations so even that is not necessarily reflective of the company as a whole we can really only talk about our own experiences, and also we don't want to get in trouble <laughs> or fired. So, I just, you know, if you happen to figure out where we work, first of all, keep it to yourself. And second don't of all, snitch. don't snitch. We don't mean anything negative against the company or the CEO or any of that. <laughs> if the CEO of blank, 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 blank. <laughs> 
is listening right now, can I have a raise? <laughs> and also, um, I love you. I love you. <laughs> I'm simping for you. Yeah. <laughs> We're simps. We're only simps. We're- I only simp for our assistant manager. <laughs> and that's it. And that one lady who comes in and is very nice to me, the old woman. Yes. Who always gets Coors Light and Special Select Lights 100. 100s, yeah. Mm-hmm. Love yes. her. Yes. I don't know her name, but I love her. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, there's good things and bad things, I think, about working for the place that we work at. So we should probably put some context. Like I said, we're not going to outright say the name or anything. But for context... The, we work at a pharmacy in the front end. It's a drugstore slash convenience store. Slash oh. hell. <laughs> slash the bottom of a boot. <laughs> I just touched in mud. Oh, a boot. An old boot that your dad has been wearing since before your youngest sibling was born. <laughs> Very specific, but like you get the vibe. <laughs> you know. If you know, you know. So... We, there's a lot of, like, pharmacy bullshit that we deal with, but we don't work in the pharmacy. So no. we might talk about pharmacy-related stuff, but just just so y'all two listeners know. We work in the front of the store. We work in the front. We do not work in the pharmacy. No. And also, just, it doesn't matter which drugstore you work at, like, any of the chains or whatever, there is beef between pharmacy and the front of the store. Oh, and yeah. why? Because pharmacy thinks they're better than everyone else, and they're not. Mm-hmm. And that's... That's that. <laughs> Pharmacy does not have to unload trucks, so I don't want to hear Pharmacy it. doesn't have to unload truck. Pharmacy doesn't take out their own trash. Pharmacy doesn't do anything. They don't count their drawers at the end of the night. How are you counting pills, but you can't count drawers? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so. I'm getting heated. Yeah. So... Do you want to start, Jordan, with coworkers or customers or oh. the money, oh, or because I, I don't think it needs any more explaining. Like we work in a drugstore, period, period. Yeah, we work in a drugstore. It's basically like working in a small like grocery store. Mm-hmm. Um, Though I think, you know, we're also going to talk about being essential workers in the pandemic. But I think that we definitely did not have it as bad as grocery store workers. Oh no, grocery. No. If you, if one of our two listeners works in a grocery store. We have so much respect for you. You guys oh have had God. it so much worse this whole pandemic. No, and uh, yeah, it's incredible. Like, the few times we've been to the grocery store through all of this. It's crazy. It's crazy, and I can't imagine trying to, like, govern that chaos, especially in the first few mm-hmm. months. And I still, we don't really have the signs on our floors anymore being like, go down the aisle this way. Mm-hmm. No, we never had signs like that. We never that. had those. Because we but don't like, have very long aisles. Yeah, but like long. every time we go to a grocery store and people can't follow the arrows, it makes me go crazy. So I can't imagine what it's like during an eight-hour shift to just watch people just blatantly ignore things. Mm-hmm. Like it drives me crazy. Yeah. Um, so let's talk... Let's talk about coworkers a little. So, like, yeah. we can kind of establish, like, where we are. Like, Lane's a supervisor. Mm-hmm. A shift yep. supervisor, whatever. Shift supervisor, shift leader. I'm just a lowly cashier. Mm. But I do all the supervisor things. Yeah. Hope we're kind of pushing for Jordan to get supervisor. Um, the assistant manager's pushing for Jordan to get supervisor. We just kind of need to break down the manager's walls a bit. 
I don't know what her problem is. We have um, beef, apparently. I'm just we, kidding. We don't have beef. Should we uh, make up fake names for people? We probably should have done that before we started if yeah. we were going to do that. Let's just say the manager, the assistant manager. Well, we need fake names. We need fake names. Let's do... Um, it's pick... We have one man that works on our group. So we'll just... Guy. Boy. Guy. <laughs> Let's call the manager... Let's call her Karen. Because, <laughs> okay, you know, we'll there's so many Karens out there right now. Yeah, we'll call her Karen. She's very much not a Karen. No, she's not a Karen. She's really nice. But she's, she's also kind nice. of a Karen. <laughs> She's like a Karen, but she's quiet about it. Yeah. And, like, the thing with her that's so frustrating is I know she's a good person. Yeah, let's not call her Karen. That's kind of mean. That's mean to... She's not a Karen. What should we call her? What should we call her? Susan. Susan? I had a really awesome assistant manager when I first... When I had my first job and her name was Susan. Okay, so Susan. Susan. And then the assistant manager, Amanda. Amanda! Yes! <laughs> that's perfect. Um, um, I think that's those are the most important names. Yeah. Except, are we going to talk about you-know-who? Yeah, we're going to talk <laughs> about you-know-who. That's you what know I figured. Who. That's why are I even bring me? it up. You-know-who made you cry at work. Yeah, that's true. So what should we call her? Just drop her name. Just drop her <laughs> name! <laughs> um, let's call her Sky. Okay. Because she was in... Um, the United States, like, whatever army. She drove a boat, though. <laughs> or sailed. So she's Sky. <laughs> no, call her Sky, that'd piss her off. She'd be like, I wasn't in the Air Force! <laughs> I'll explain to you after why Sky makes sense, because I think if I explain it now, it'll make it too easy to guess her name. <laughs> okay, so. But I have a rationale. So the viewers just can't know it. The viewers. What are they viewing? <laughs> <laughs> so okay so we have susan the manager mm-hmm. here are all the characters yeah amanda the, the assistant manager mm-hmm. lane a supervisor mm-hmm. me bo- lowest th- bottom of the totem pole just getting my shit rocked constantly <laughs> um and then we have guy guy and, <laughs> and then we have you don't like sky no, Sky's fine. I forgot about Sky. Because Sky doesn't work there anymore. <laughs> I was thinking about the other person. Um. You know who I'm talking about, right? Yeah. We can call her. Shaw. Because she always leaves Shaw's um, <laughs> catalogs. Yeah, the coupons. Everywhere. So we'll call her Shaw. So. Yeah. Those are the characters. That's our cast. And then we have one more person, but she only works once a week, and there's really nothing to say about her except that she calls off a lot, but, yeah. like, it's fine. We love her. She kind of, I don't know. She reminds me of, like, a little bird. Like, a little, like, robin. Yeah. Like, she is just, like, so, like, delicate and nervous and anxious. She's so sweet. So if we have to mention her, we'll call her robin, but... We probably won't even mention her yeah, again. Yeah, we don't. There's not really much to say. I yeah. mean, she's lovely. I love her. But um, she also infuriates me because she calls off. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah. The duality. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a very small staff. We are very understaffed. If you happen to figure out what we were talking about, maybe apply. Yeah. If, <laughs> if you can figure out, if you can figure out the company 
our location and which store out of like six in the area we specifically work at, please apply. We need people so badly. Um, so yeah, that's our very small, um, repertoire. Yes. So Lane and I are full-time, the assistant manager and the manager are Mm full-time. The other two, Guy and Shaw, are part-time and they're like older and they're just there post-retired. They're retired. Yeah. Um, so they, they kind of have it nice. Yeah, They'll work the morning shift, they come in at eight and are there until one and then Mm -hmm. one of us comes in and works one to close Mm um so technically i am the same as them but i have i'm given like supervisor duties Mm -hmm. and expected to do a lot more and i probably get paid less so that's fun Mm -hmm. um i don't know kind of just establish that that beef that i have yeah yeah, it's frustrating. Pay is definitely something that's really frustrating within the company. Wait, before we talk about pay, I thought you wanted to talk about you-know-who. We're leaving people in suspense about well, Sky. Oh, okay. Well, then I, talk about Sky. Well, you said you wanted to talk about coworkers first. Yeah, I kind of just wanted to, like, establish. Did y'all hear the cat sneeze? That was the cutest thing I've ever heard in my life. Um, but yeah, so we... So do you... Oh, is there any... Did you ever dream that you could, and then you were, and you could fly? Um... Sorry, I should let you finish your point. No, it's okay. Talk about Sky. <laughs> Wait, but you had something to say. No, it's fine. I was just talking about pay. This is how we argue. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's, it's fucking fine. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> I'm not mad. And then like an hour later, are you mad at me? <laughs> I'm not. I'm not mad. That's, I, yeah. That's, that's what, what I, I do. I do that too. <laughs> You're um, just mean to me at work. Yeah. And then and then you ask me if I'm mad and I'm like I'm just frustrated. Not yeah. with you. Yeah. But like a little with you. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. Let's talk about Sky. Okay. So she waltzed in one day and she was like, "Are you guys hiring?" And I was like, "Yes, we are. We're hiring for a cashier and for a supervisor." And so she asked to talk to the manager and I was like, "Sure." And I go get the manager. And the manager, you know, I hear them talking, and Sky tells the manager, I don't have any retail experience, but I'm a fast learner. And, and I'm going to just say right now, slowest learner I've ever met in my yeah. life. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with learning things slowly, but Sky was so frustrating about it, and she would get so angry at you. For wanting to help. And there's a certain... When you... And it's important to note, Sky was hired as a, a supervisor. Not a cashier, a supervisor. Yeah, because if you're hired as a cashier with no retail experience, that's fine. Yeah. But a supervisor? Mm-hmm. You're supposed to supervise people and you don't know how to supervise what you're super. You don't know what to do, how to do what you're supervising. Yeah. I'm still floored that... Susan was like, yeah, sure. Yeah, honestly. And then Susan passed the buck to the um, DM, and neither of them, they kind of, like, played hot potato with the blame. Like, oh, but you hired her, but oh, you, you know, vouched for her, so it's kind of like, 
nobody really wants to take the blame for hiring Sky, which ended up being, like, a total disaster because she was horrible. Yeah. And, and like, sorry, go on. No, it's okay. I'm just, like, she lied and she was mean and she was hostile and, like, the thing towards the end, she only worked there for about, like, a month and a half, like, from maybe, like, the beginning of July to the middle of September and towards the end of when she worked there like things were getting so bad but i kept hearing like oh she didn't she didn't call you any names and she didn't physically attack you so there's nothing that we can do and to me i feel like if you're actively creating like a hostile environment like there needs to be an avenue for that and maybe the answer isn't always firing someone Sometimes conversations can be had. Like, Guy, we had a lot of issues with before Sky came, but we ended up, you know, talking to him, and he turned his attitude around, and he kind of realized, he thought that, you know, we didn't like him. So when he realized that his attitude was making us not like him, he was kind of like, oh, maybe I should change my behaviors, and now we're all cool with him. Yeah. But she, no matter how many conversations we had with her, she would not change her behavior and I don't know I just feel like and then when I tried to say to Susan I was like I want to make a you know formal complaint against Sky, and you know make a note in her file or something about her behavior because she already had a note in her file about behavior I just wanted like I wanted my voice to be heard in the situation but there was really no avenue like Susan told me like the only like the way to make a formal complaint is to tell me about it and have me take notes and I felt like there was no recourse for me to make my voice heard in the situation when no Sky did not you know call me a slur or hit me or punch me or anything like that or spit on me or whatever she was still making me feel horrible every day that I came into work, making, like, in a horrible situation for everyone. And she made everyone uncomfortable. She made everyone upset. She made everyone feel, like, degraded every day. And really, she could get away with it because her her things that she were doing was doing were not physical things. So it was fine in, like the eyes of the company when there was an issue where like the whole issue was even worse because she wasn't acting this way in front of susan Mm -hmm. so she would be a completely different person when it was me lane amanda guy and shaw Mm -hmm. (laughs) she like was able to completely alter her behavior and i think that's what made it more real to me that oh she is actively trying to make it uncomfortable for everyone else but she is like sucking up to Susan yeah um and I think one of the things that was really frustrating for me personally was she thought that she was better than every cashier Mm -hmm. and so she didn't want me to teach her how to do things but she also would be frustrated when she didn't know how to do things and she didn't think she would have to run register and all this stuff that was so frustrating Because we're just trying to teach her how to do her job, and she didn't want to learn from 
me. She didn't want to learn from Lane because she had beef with Lane right away. And she didn't want to learn from Amanda either because she just didn't like her either. Yeah, because Amanda wouldn't take any of her shit. And that was like a threat to her. Was that like Amanda wouldn't have, like doesn't have this capacity for like the sucking up. Or, like, letting Skye have her way. And, like, I don't know what the deal was, but it seemed like Skye had this, like, power-hungry thing going on, even though it was literally, like, a drugstore in the middle of nowhere. Like, I don't know why she thought she was getting any sort of power, but clearly there was, like, this power structure thing going on in her head about, like, wanting... And it's sad, too. Like, she has, like, she's searching for this power in this tiny place that doesn't mean anything. And, like, she wants power. Like, her endgame, I think, was to keep rising in the ranks and to do it quickly so that she could have power over people and tell them what to do and not have to do anything herself. Yeah, that was her, like, that was obviously one of the biggest issues that she had right away with our store is that, I, you know, I can't say how other stores work, but at our store, everyone kind of does everything, um, especially on the register. Everyone has to be proficient with the register. And because, like, you can't do anything in the store if you can't do this. And, like, our manager will take over register if we need her to, um, sometimes. Amanda will come up and take register whenever we need her to, and it's just a thing that if you see a customer that needs help, you take the register. If someone's like, oh, I have to run to the bathroom, can you take the register or go on break or whatever? Like, it's just what you do. It doesn't matter if you're a manager, assistant manager, or just a cashier. And that was definitely not something that she wanted to do. She never wanted me to be off of register and her to be running it. Because she just didn't think that she needed to do it. And it's so frustrating because... Not that, like, I'm trying to pass the register off to someone else, but the fact that you think you are above something that you don't even know how to do. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I think I think there is, like, this, like, capitalist influence of, like, wanting to be, like, the best in the company and, like, being the most important in the company and, like, the hierarchy that's going on there. And I think maybe the reason that her and I clash so much is because I don't care about any of that. And I have no, like, real intention of rising the ranks in this company. I am a supervisor, and I did, like, come up from that from cashier. But I thought I was going to get a way better pay than I ended up getting, which was really disappointing. Um, But I think that, like... When you let capitalism, like, influence your thinking for so long, you just become this, like, such a bitter person because you can't end up like Jeff Bezos and you're, like, 45 and working as, like, a glorified cashier in, like, the middle of nowhere. And so you just have this, like, power-hungry desperation that's really just, like, pitiful. I think a part of it comes because she was, as we said, she was in the military and she talked about it a lot. I think it comes, a lot of it probably comes from there too because you spend so much time, um, 
like focusing on rank and being told what to do she probably spent so much time being told what to do that she wanted to do that to someone else now and it frustrated her that we were both younger than her and knew how to do things um yeah which is annoying like i don't know i can't say i've never worked under someone who is younger than me except for you but like that's not the same i've never gone into a company and had a boss be considerably younger than me so I imagine it's probably pretty frustrating but I also like kind of like you said I don't care about like rank or whatever like we just go in and do things and like do what we're supposed to do and go home and we try to help each other and like just be good co-workers or whatever so I guess if I did have a, a boss younger than me I would just I would simply deal with it. Like, it's not... It's not the end of the world. Yeah, and, like, we're adults at this point. And, again, I'm 24, so I can't... Or, I'll be 24. But, like, I can't sit here and, like, play the adult card too much, I guess. Because it's not the same as being, like, 45. Mm -hmm. But I just... How I feel about it, personally, is, like, I'm an adult, and if I can't be a grown-up and just deal with the fact that this person has been there longer than me and knows what they're talking about. Like, I don't know, I'm, because of starting college a little bit later, I'm a little bit older than, like, all of my classmates, and I don't sit here and act like they're below me or they're stupid or whatever because they're younger than me. Like, at this point, once you're an adult, I feel like age is just kind of a number and mm-hmm. in some ways. Like, sure, she, I, I have no doubt she has more life experience than us, but in this tiny little pharmacy, I have more experience yeah. and I know what I'm talking about and you don't. So, just, can you just accept that for these eight hours that we're working together, I probably know a little bit more than you? Mm-hmm. And I, that's, it was so hard for her to do and I just don't get it. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't, I, I've never had that, like desire to walk into the room and being like I know the most about this yeah like I'm always up for someone to tell me what to do (laughs) like Mm -hmm. like I know that I don't know and like I and that was the thing too like she was horrible at her job yeah it'd be one thing if she walked up in this bitch and was able to do everything and she learned it quickly and she was so good and so were she was horrible. Yeah, she messed up literally everything that she did. We are still finding mistakes from stocking shelves that she messed up. And mm-hmm. she's been gone for, what, a month? Something like that. Yeah. A few like weeks. Like, three weeks. Yeah. And, like, when we have a safe, and I don't want to give too many details about the safe, because I feel like that's weird, but there, it's supposed to be at a certain number, and I had her count the safe one night, and she got $1,000 over what the safe actually was. So we, I had to count it like five times because she kept interrupting me. She was also on cash control because her drawer was short so many times. And, and she like, cost a customer like $150. Yeah. That's a whole other thing. But Because when, when someone pays for something, there's a big pay button. <laughs> and Miss Ma'am didn't hit pay <laughs> after the one guy used his Apple Pay to buy his Arizona so then the next old lady comes up and she buys her like seventy dollars in vitamins and it, and then Sky hits pay and it charges Arizona Iced Tea Man and his Apple Pay. Yeah, like it's so 
I don't, I don't want to sound like an asshole, because, like, I get... Yeah, I don't want this to oh, be just, like, airing of dirty laundry, like, no, no, because jerks. I'm not going to act like it wasn't overwhelming at first. It is overwhelming. It's a lot of stuff. It's a lot of... It's, you're handling money. You're, it, it can certainly be overwhelming. And there's nothing wrong with being bad at things. No. But when you're purporting yourself as, like, I'm going to be a supervisor, I'm going to be so good, and, like, I'm going to do this, that, and the other thing, like... Well, my... Biggest... It's also not difficult. <laughs> none, no. none of the stuff that I do is difficult. It's just tedious. Yeah. And, well, my biggest problem with, like, in that situation, and many different situations with her was that she refused to admit that she had done anything wrong. Yeah. Like, when I first started there, I know I made tons of mistakes. I would do stupid things. I would hit the wrong button. I would... Whatever. No, well, I would never give away too much money. Mm-hmm. I didn't know how to count from day one. That was not something I needed to be taught. But I messed up. And I, I mess up still. And I admit it. Like, you mess up, and that's fine. Just... Tell whoever is in charge at the moment, hey, I messed up. How can we fix this? And nine times out of ten, it can be fixed. Yeah. And but Sky just would sit there and be like, I didn't do anything wrong. It must have been Apple. Mm-hmm. Apple. The whole company of Apple. <laughs> Steve Jobs ghost. Steve Jobs ghost himself stole money from this little boy and it is Apple Pay to buy all of these old lady vitamins. Sure. Okay. Okay, Sky. Like and I don't want to sound like an asshole, but I cannot I cannot state enough how horrible Sky was. Yeah. She was mean. She, she was, was so really mean. mean and so let I'll give you I'll give you a little glimpse. On the last, like, big conversation that I had with her, I was trying to explain how she had said something rudely and aggressively. And you might want to turn your volume down for this. But she goes, I was talking rudely and aggressively? And I'm like, what? Girl. Like, yeah, girl, you just did it again. Like, like, were, the- you, were you giving me an example? <laughs> Is that what you were doing? Just to make sure that's that's it? Yeah, that's what I meant. And then that conversation ended with her fake crying to mock me, which sent me into literally hysterics at work. <laughs> yeah, Lane is very much a frustrated crier. Yeah. Like, when, you know, when you get upset, you cry. Mm-hmm. And that's what Lane does. And, yeah. which is fine. It's you, fine! No, like, you're overwhelmed, and it's okay. There's nothing wrong with it. Um, but... But Sky mocking it was just insane. This 45-year-old woman mm-hmm. mocking you. Like, it's crazy. I don't know. Like, and... Be, the, sh, sh, yeah. Like, retail, pharmacy, drugstore, whatever. It's like a different world of, like, meanness and pettiness and yeah. horribleness. It reminds me, the way she would interact with us and the way she would talk to us reminds me of, like... You remember being in, like, elementary school, and you would have, like, this one kid that you just hated? Like, you Mm -hmm. beefed nonstop. (laughs) And, like, but when the teacher was around, it was, like, this passive-aggressive, like, just, like, yeah, sure. She never grew out of that. Yeah, she never grew out of that. Like, think, I'm thinking of my third-grade arch-nemesis right now. (laughs) And she reminds me so much of her. Aaron Pitts, if you're out there. (laughs) Julia, if you're out there. (laughs) 
You're not going to say your whole name? No. I'm a pussy. I don't care. Aaron Pitts, you know where to find me if I don't you want to fight. I just had so much beef with her, with her when we were younger because one time we were playing this game um, where we had a fake store and I had this stick and it was a special stick. It was a magic stick. We loved it. She took it and she threw it over the fence and recess. <laughs> And from that moment, I was, we were done. There, I literally saw her senior year of high school, because she transferred in, like, fourth grade. Um, it was not my fault. Other reasons. But <laughs> I saw her my senior year of high school, and I was like, Egh! I also had a friend of me who pretended to get possessed by a ghost at recess. So. <laughs> we used to play imaginary. Getting off topic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just remember, like, that memory just, like, flooded back into my brain. Did you no guys reason. have, like, playgrounds? What? Did you have, like, a playground at your school? Oh, yeah. I thought you said plain ground. I'm like, is you that had, a Catholic school thing? You a plain like ground? A, <laughs> you had, like, <laughs> that's what Lord. we had. For we, the Lord? <laughs> we had a parking lot. That's it. Mm. We would jump over the lines in the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> we had fun. <laughs> but anyway. So, yeah, she was horrible, and I just, I, I wanted to talk about it because, like, it's another world in, like, retail. It's crazy. Like, people are just so... I feel like emotions are so heightened. Oh, yeah. Because you're making, like, $5 and... <laughs> but everything is so serious. You're making $5, but you're also holding $1,000 in your hand. Yeah. You also got two hours of sleep last night, and a customer just yelled at you because he lost the lotion that he bought <laughs> under the seat of his car. <laughs> Fucking Glenn, if you're out there. <laughs> and I hate you, and I hope you die. <laughs> don't say that. I don't hope you die. I do hope apologize you. to Glenn right now. No, fuck Glenn. He, he hurt my feelings. He apologized to you. He apologized to you for, <laughs> for me. It doesn't count. No, it does count. He was so mean to me on the phone. He was I, nice to me on the phone. He, well, of course he had his lotion. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. But yeah, like, it's just so crazy because it's so serious, yet at the same time it's, like, not serious, but it is serious. And it's like have, an absurdist comedy. Yeah. At all times. Like, that's... And you clopened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you clopened, and you have no money, and a customer is yelling at you because you won't take their coupon that expired in 2016. <laughs> for a product we don't have. Well, this looks like it, so... Can, can I just have it? No! No, sorry, Martha! Sorry, Kimothy. <laughs> sorry... <laughs> Sorry, Kylie, spelled C-I-E-L-E-I-G-H. Shut up. <laughs> or the one, the one, there was a girl that came in today who was like, do you guys blow up balloons? And I'm like, no. And she was looking back at the thing that we used to blow up balloons. <laughs> She's like, you don't? If What if I go, like, buy a pack, will you blow them up? And I'm like, no. No. <laughs> She's like, do you do that? And I'm like, no. I don't even know if that thing works. I don't think it works. It looks older than both of us. Yeah. Also, it's there's a pandemic. I'm not blow. Well, I guess we wouldn't be using our mouths. <laughs> I only I'm, know how to blow balloons up <laughs> with my mouth. <laughs> I'm not simulating inhaling and exhaling. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, it's just crazy because one of the things with Sky and just in general... Sometimes people will talk to you like you're back um, with your, like, friend group that's going through an argument from middle school. 
Yeah, like... It's like you're all in eighth grade again, and Mackenzie threw a pencil case at Danny, and all hell has broken loose, (laughs) and everything is the end of the world. But then you go to next period, and it's fine. Or Emily and Tori had, like, a really, really intense friendship that formed over, like, two or three months, and it, it was, like, best friendship out of nowhere, and you got kicked out out of your best friendship with Emily, and then they had a really, really big fight that somehow centered around God and religion, even though, like... You and Emily are not, like, super religious, and Tori's family's really religious, and, like, there was a big fight about it, and, um, and then you have, you're between the two of them, because you're close with both of them, (laughs) and you have to listen to both of them complaining about the other one, telling them, oh, I don't know why they did this thing. It's like that. (laughs) (laughs) That's just, that's just hypothetical. Emily won the argument, though, because you're still friends with Emily. I'm still friends with both of them. Really? Yeah, I'm just I've closer I've never heard of this other person. I'll just tell you about it later. Hmm. <laughs> I, but yeah. It's but like, yeah, it's like it's that. Like, it's like that it's hypothetical like, situation just I Just remembering back in junior high when everything was like so serious and like, but you're also joking around, but like everything is so, all of your words hold so much. Do you think we're being too personal? I feel like I've given out a lot of personal details about my life and other people's lives in the last 30 minutes. Do you think we're being too much? I don't know. Me neither. It's already been 40 minutes, so. Yeah, I don't want to re-record it. I'm just saying. Absolutely not. Do you think I've gone too far? No. Okay. You think the name Emily? (laughs) Oh no, will everyone be able to figure out (laughs) the very common name Emily? (laughs) No, but... It's it's so weird, and customers can just talk to you like you're literal garbage. And to be fair, I think about them like they're literal garbage, <laughs> but I don't say it. Yeah, I hate customers. I hate cu- if you've ever been a customer. <sighs> apologize to me right now. And that extends to like myself. Oh, I know. I hate myself when I'm a customer. All customers deserve the death penalty. Yeah. And I'm against the death penalty, but if you've been a customer. If you have a single receipt, <laughs> tell my family. <laughs> tell your family you love them. Electric chair. Electric chair right now. We're doing firing squad, actually. I'm sorry. I'm just having this vision of, like, my mom finding the podcast and then texting me to yell at me for, like, saying things. Yeah. No. <laughs> I haven't spoken to my mother in three years. You have spoken to my mother. I have spoken to your mother. So. And that is a very real possibility. <laughs> I don't think your mom knows Stop how to- talking! Your mom doesn't know how to listen to a podcast. That's true. She'd be like, a podcast? A what? She'd get in the car and be like, no, we're listening to Alternative. <laughs> <laughs> we're listening to Nirvana. You are uh, seven years old. Let's listen to Sex and Candy. <laughs> I forget the name of the band. But, um... I smell sex and candy. Yeah. Anyway, um, we were talking about customers. I keep getting off track. I keep wanting to drop names for certain ones. Let's talk about the guy who has a crush on you. Um. So. (laughs) The first time I met this guy. I wasn't working there yet. Yeah. He, like, comes in and buys beer. I think Coors Light. And marble lights. Yeah. And he bought his stuff 
and then he extended his hand and this was back in December ish. This was pre quarantine and um, COVID has done wonderful things for me in this regard, but he like held out his hand and I thought he was going to shake my hand for some reason. I'm like, this is, this is normal. This is just a normal thing that people do. We shake cashier's hands. (laughs) Thank you for your service. (laughs) So I offer him my hand because I just thought he was going to shake it. And he leans down and he kisses the back of my hand. It was so disgusting. Like, it was so nasty and just so weird. And it's, like, crazy. And, like, in the grand scheme of things, it's not, like, a super crazy, like, serious thing to happen. But it's just, like, the violation of boundaries and, like, you just don't do that. Like, it's bad enough to flirt with a cashier. And, like, I know some people are, like... Oh, like, whatever, harmless old man. Like, haha, it's cute. It's funny that he's a pervert. But, I don't know. Like, I've never thought that was cute or funny or endearing. Like, it's always just creeped me out that old men do that because, like, they can get away with it. Like, when they were younger, maybe they couldn't get away with it. And now they can, like, completely 100% get away with it because they're just, like, Honestly, cute old though, men. name a time where men haven't gotten away with talking to women however they want. That's true. But, yeah, he kissed me on the back of my hand, and it was so disgusting, and I was, like, so shook by it, and I was, like, really upset by it for, like, months and months and months. Like, when he would come in, I would, like, start shaking and, like, start having really bad anxiety when he would come in, and that doesn't happen as much now because I know he won't do it again because since COVID precautions have started, (coughs) that... That was not on purpose. Um, since COVID precautions have started, he hasn't done it. Which I'm glad he's respecting the rules of COVID. I don't think it's the rules of COVID. I think it's because we have a big screen. True. And I, when I wait on him, I sit his cigarettes on his beer and I pull my hand back. I'm like, you are not kissing my hand. But he didn't want to kiss my hand. He wants S- to kiss Lane's hand. Yeah, I tried to do that the second time. The second time he came in, I tried to put my hands in my pockets. And then he did the, like, he offered his hand again and like I just did it automatically like I just automatically offered my hand back and because like it's just such a habit and it's like it's ingrained to you like to do what the customer wants and like it sucks it really gets can get you in some bad situations where you can get like verbally harassed or even like a physical interaction that you don't want it's like so nasty that that's how they teach you to be like, oh, you just do what the customer wants and keep the customer happy so they'll come back and they'll keep spending money so the rich CEO can keep making money off of your hard work and your labor and your discomfort. Did you tell Amanda? I did. What did, what did Amanda say? She probably she, she probably said he's going to break his teeth or something. I don't know. Because <laughs> I, I can only imagine if Amanda saw it happening. She would flip out. Yeah, she but would. no, she never For saw sure. it. Yeah, but it's very, it's really crazy how, especially being, like, a young woman or whatever. Female presenting. Yeah. 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 It's hard having to deal with that because at my old job, do you remember a trash guy? Yes. There was this guy who kept coming in and, like, I worked at a Dunkin' in a gas station And this guy would come in and out just to say things to me 
and he like I think he asked me out once. Ugh. And then he would linger. One night he lingered outside for so long that I was like afraid to leave. Mm. And that's just scary that you have to. And like I couldn't tell him to f off. Mm-hmm. Like I'm working, and yeah. that's what's so. That's what's so gross about him and so gross about the guy that kisses your hand. Like, you can't just be like, get away from me. Yeah. And I think specifically in our our job that we work, there's a big emphasis on giving the customer what they want. Mm -hmm. I don't know how it is for other people at other jobs. I don't know. Like, maybe if you work at McDonald's, they let you go crazy, go stupid. I worked at McDonald's. They don't. (laughs) Whatever. You get what I'm saying. Like... (laughs) Like, you know, other places they don't really care, but our place that we work definitely has a big emphasis on keeping customers happy, which can be a good thing. And I think that, like, maybe having leeway where other places don't can, you know, lead people to be happier and help people out. But it's sort of like a double-edged sword where because they want us to keep the customers happy, that sort of thing can just happen. Mm -hmm. And I know that, like... There's not really much I can do because what, you know, what the place I work for really cares about is keeping the customers happy. Which, again, not 100% a bad thing, but not 100% a good thing. And I think Susan, because she's been doing this for so long, I think she would laugh it off and be like, oh. Yeah. Because there are customers that, like, low-key sexually harass her. Mm -hmm. Way worse than us. Yeah. Like, and they just think it's harmless flirting, and I think at this point that's what she sees it as, too. But it's gross. Mm -hmm. And I think she would just kind of laugh it off and be like, ah, that's weird. Yeah. And and you can't say something like that to her boss, because her boss, not to, like, shit on men, but men don't get it 90% Mm -hmm. of the time. I mean, some do, I'm sure. There are some guys out there who would be great managers about this and who put a stop to him, blah, 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 whatever. Shout out to my dad who would literally kill kill a man (laughs) for doing that to one of his female employees. But whatever. It, it, it's just something that I think it sucks you ha- that you have to put up with that it's kind of hard to put an end to because he's not hurting you. Mm-hmm. But, and it's sad that, like, just like with Sky and with this guy, you have to be, like, legitimately, like, physically hurt or have something horrible said to you before anything can really be done about it. Mm-hmm. And that sucks. And because, like, I am uncomfortable and it scares me when men say weird things like that to me and it sucks that I can't do anything about it because like you hear all these stories about um you know women being nice to men and they take it the wrong way and then it like yeah it it turns and escalates into this whole scary thing and the last thing I want is me using my customer service voice making some creepy guy think that I want him to wait around for me when I leave work at night Mm -hmm. like it's it's scary Mm -hmm. yeah and do you want to talk about, like, essential worker stuff? I want pandemic payback. I, I want pandemic payback more than We're anything. We're still in a pandemic. I want pandemic payback. Why did we only get pandemic pay for, like, two months? I want it back. I want it back, too. Please. My God, I'm working so many more hours now. Yeah. Pandemic pay would hit mm-hmm. like nothing else <laughs> if we had it now. I don't know, man. I just think being an essential worker 
And, like, we definitely don't have it as bad as, like, doctors, nurses. Not remotely. And we don't even, like, I think grocery store workers have had it worse. I think that that has been so much harder. And people are probably so much easier to anger and be, or, like, have the worst side of themselves come out. Yeah. Um, I don't know, though, like... With, I agree about the grocery store workers, but, like... Doctors and nurses, fuck Well, no. <laughs> well, not, just, <laughs> not just shit on doctors and nurses, because, obviously, it's very hard, and their job is considerably harder than ours, but I think that <laughs> people do value them. That's true. Right now. And not that we deserve as much... And in general. We don't, yeah. Not that we, like, deserve the same praise or whatever, but, like... People will walk into a store and, to, to quote Curtis Connor, treat you like dog shit. Mm-hmm. They don't do that to doc. I mean, I'm sure doctors and nurses face all kinds of shit that we don't face. But you, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, we have... We don't get praised for it. We don't get praised for it, and we get people who think that they're better than us. Mm-hmm. Most people don't walk up into a hospital and think they're better than a brain surgeon. Yeah. And, I mean, I don't want praise. I don't care. I don't want praise either, but I also want to be treated like a human being. Yeah, exactly. And that's it's what's so frustrating, especially older people. Young people come in and are the nicest people in the world. Mm-hmm. They're like, hi, I'm sorry, I'm a customer. <laughs> and I'm like, it's okay, girl. You can buy your tampons. It's fine. Or that young mom you had the other day. Oh, my God. Yesterday, there was this woman who came in. She was probably our age. Mm-hmm. She had pink hair. She was very pretty. Um, she had this little girl, and she was the cutest thing in the world. And the baby's name was Arya. I'm just going to say it. Um, I assume from Game of Thrones. Um, but I don't know. But she was, like, one and a half years old. And her mom was just like, I'm just kind of letting her run out, run off some steam. Before I strap her back in the car. And I'm like, yeah, it's fine. We're dead. It doesn't matter. Um, And she's running around. And I just hear a crash in the seasonal aisle. Where we have all, like, the toys for upcoming Christmas stuff. And she... I knew she just knocked it all over. And then they came up and paid. And I just had... And I walked over to the seasonal aisle. Because I'm like, oh, I'm gonna have a mess to clean up. That mom, that young mom with a baby in one arm cleaned up that whole aisle it looked better than it did before they came in like that kind of stuff oh i love it like it's like young people do that shit there are some old people who will yeah but like it's young people who are also in the same boat who are really nice mm-hmm. like when we go shopping and i face yeah I'll, I'll be in a, i'll be in a different store and i'll be like oh, let me just face <laughs> I took this off the shelf. The least I can do is face. <laughs> Let me just check the dates on these. Sure. Let me just check your freshness real quick. Just do you want quick. me to pull some stuff from the back for you? <laughs> do you want me to take the trash out? Like, it's, it's okay. My, I got time. It's okay. It's my day off. It's fine. I can do it. Just hand me your keys. Can I see your keys? Okay. You want me to organize the back room? I can do that real fast. Do you want me to count the register? Do a cashier audit? Just, just wondering. Just wondering. Can we count the deposit? <laughs> But yeah, I I think that be and I think what people don't know about being an essential worker is like we I hate will, that term. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's fine. No, you don't need to apologize. Um I'm just that that was just a comment. 
is like we're working more. We're all working more than we were before because people are leaving. And I don't like I don't have a problem with that. Like if it's for their health, if they have loved ones who are at risk, a hundred percent do not work. If you have loved ones who are at risk or you're at risk or are scared of being at risk, I totally get it. Like if you can leave, you should leave. <laughs> I would leave if I could leave. Yeah. But, but like, it sucks because we're understaffed because of it. Yeah. When you are the one who's left behind, it sucks. And we're working so much more, working longer shifts, working so many hours because not only are people leaving, but we can't replace people because, one, people are realizing that they make more money on unemployment than they do. Working these kinds of jobs. Which is not a criticism on that. Like, hell yeah for unemployment. Yeah. And I think it's it should reflect more on the jobs. That yeah, yeah. they do not pay more than unemployment. I think yeah. unemployment is an important resource for people who have lost their jobs. But, I, like, I think it should reflect on the jobs that they do not pay more than unemployment. Yeah. So that people can live. Yeah. Like, when I first took my job, I was like, oh, you know, I'm going to take the supervisor position and people, you know, live off this job. Like, they make this money and they're expected to, you know, live a whole life on it. And looking back now, even though that was only a couple months ago, like June, I was so naive. Like, I, I, Jordan and I are very lucky and I'm just going to say, even though some of you might hate us after, but right now, since I've been in school... My parents pay our two-thirds of the rent, and it comes out of my college fund. Okay, you know, I'll give you college a College fund, everyone's <laughs> leaving. I know, click off, click off, click off. I love I love to uh, make fun of Lane because Lane grew up upper middle class, and I grew up below the poverty line. It, um, many jokes. It makes our relationship spicy. Many jokes have been had, and <laughs> I also... Um, while I love making fun of Lane for that, I do love the fact that Lane's parents pay my part of the rent, too. <laughs> love you guys. <laughs> Shout out. Shout out to Lane's parents. But, um, I've said a, hun- a hundred times that if we were not, you know, lucky, and I mean, if I was religious, I'd use the word blessed. <laughs> like, you know, but I feel like that lucky, that grateful. Oh, yeah. That I feel like that word applies to yeah. have my parents helping that, you know, if we didn't have that. We would not make it on the the money that we make now. Or we would just barely. Yeah. So, it's scary. And, like I said, I f- was so naive thinking that, you know, I would make a good pay. <laughs> Which is so sad to say. But, you know, in hindsight it's 2020, but I feel like I should have just taken the L and tried to find a different job sorry the hiccups um but I kind of got suckered into this job and I thought I would get a better pay and um I originally worked in a different state than the one I work in now the minimum wage was way higher yeah so right now my wage per hour is the same that I made as a minimum wage cashier in that other state So, that's really frustrating, and that has really made me upset since I got this job, and it really doesn't feel right, and it's, yeah, it's just frustrating, it's frustrating, 
And, you know, I just think that we, I don't know. I don't know what the point I'm trying to make is. But, like, you know, we should be able to have a a living wage. Like, it shouldn't be, like, negotiable. I shouldn't have to be, like, the manager of the store, the assistant manager, just so I will, you know, not have to, like, live out of my car when my parents stop, you know, helping with the rent in December. So, you know, like, it's scary. It's yeah. scary. And, like, my my other option, like, I've been doing, um, like, drive delivery, like, as a side hustle. And, you know, if I am going to do that and make any money off of it, like, that's, I'm looking at, like, a 50, 60 hour a week altogether. And, which doesn't, as we, you know, we kind of talked in the last episode about, like, creativity and trying to, like, follow our creative passions, like, where does that leave time for that when that's what I want to do with my life and I'm looking at grad school applications? Like, how do you balance that, like, trying to plan for your future and, like, when you can't even secure, like, the next couple of months? Did that, did any of that make sense? I mean, I think it made, I don't, I don't know if it made sense to them, but it made sense to me. Okay. (laughs) Because I know... (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I I don't know. I feel like such an asshole sitting and talking about money and being like, oh, I want more money. But, like, I just want... I want to be able to live. I want to be able to, yeah, to live. I don't even, like, working 40 hours a week, whatever. I just wish we had, like, we made money that was reflective of the work that we do. Mm -hmm. Or, like, so, like... It's a few days after payday, and I have, like, $40 in my checking account. Like, it should not be like that. Yeah. Like, it's wild mm-hmm. that that is what people are dealing with. And there are people who have it worse, and it's crazy. Like, yeah, they have we to do, support families. Yeah, and... we do pay some bills, by the way. We, yeah, we, yeah, we, we, we pay, pay bills. We pay bills and all that jazz, but... I just bought, like, we bought, what was it, like, six episodes of Criminal Minds? Bought them. Bought That's them. a bill. No. <laughs> no, but it, it's... Well, it goes on our cable bill, which made me think of it, like... Yeah, we have a cable bill, we have like electric bill, whatever. We, we have, have a cat. cat. Cat bill. Cat bill. Hi, baby. He does not look happy with us right now. Milo Deadass has, like, more stuff to his name than we do. Yeah. Look at him. Because we love He him. lives comfortably. He, he lives- is our son, and he lives comfortably. <laughs> he lives a life of... Wavishness. We work 45 hours a week for you, son. <laughs> 48 hours. I worked 48 hours, hours last week. We work 48 hours a week so you can have that cat tree that's too small for you. <laughs> because you're a thick king. So we're getting to the hour mark. Do you want to have go. any closing thoughts, Jordan? <laughs> um, I, it sucks. Working, yeah. working sucks. Being it's alive all, sucks, being period. Being alive Goodbye. sucks. Um, we need money. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah basically that's it we're just kind of doing this to have fun to talk and i hope someone likes it yeah i hope you know there are people listening who are like yeah i i had an experience like that or i can you know i yeah i have a coworker like that or i don't get paid enough or i love listening to people bitch about work yeah it doesn't matter if i know any context <laughs> i'm just like yeah 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 girl that sucks <laughs> yeah so, I think next week we're going to talk about, like, controversial media and stuff. 
or not even but, controversial, like, like problematic. Problematic, nostalgic faves. I think is what we're, we're gonna, gonna talk do. about. Twilight. Yeah, that's what really. I'm so to. excited. A little talk bit about of Twilight. a lighter topic. I simp for Esme Cullen. <laughs> <laughs> Slash um, Shirley Crane. I just simp for Elizabeth Reeser. Yeah, I'll that was s- the point I was making. Yeah, You're- I wanted to name drop her. <laughs> you know, um, very standard white women, brunette white women. Who I could mean, be gay, but probably aren't. No. They have to be, like, 40. <laughs> and that's on mommy issues. <laughs> what about, isn't Claire Foy, Foy, like, 25? Claire Foy, I don't really simp for her. I think she's pretty. You did a little bit. I did for a minute. I enjoy listening to her speak. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. yeah. I don't simp for her like I do Elizabeth Reeser and Sonic Attic. That's true. White... Like, white women with a little bit of flavor. That could be my- that could all enough to be my mother. If they were had a teen pregnancy. Oh, yeah. I just forgot that I'm, like, 24. <laughs> You're like, I'm 15. No, Elizabeth Reeser could be- she would have been, like, 20. She would have been, like, 20. That's barely not a teen <laughs> mother. My mom, <laughs> just after 21, is looking away. <laughs> Anyway. It might as well have been a teen pregnancy. <laughs> the emotional maturity of a teen pregnancy. Yeah. Anyway. Um. <laughs> good night. <laughs> <laughs> we love you. Um. We had to kill a bug today. His name is Jeremiah. Oh, yeah. This podcast is dedicated the, to the stink bug <laughs> in aisle three of work. Who was killed because a customer stepped on him and broke his leg, so I had to euthanize him. It was very sad. It was very sad, and we both almost cried about it. Yeah. (laughs) So, rest in peace, Jeremiah. Rest in peace, Jeremiah. We love you. This episode is dedicated to you. Yeah. We love you. Stink ass. (laughs) Miley's like, that's my nickname. And it leave your life like a candle in the wind. (laughs) No, 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 where to turn to Stop When the waves <laughs> come in I don't know, lawyers God damn it Alright, good night Bye.